As I sit here and make the free view for the Lost Zane recordings, I will tell you that discovering the tragically hip is absolute wonderment. My gosh, Stu, you were right. Oh, Bob Cajun, my new favorite. Oh, so incredible. Okay, so, you know, I'm on vacation. But, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, I've got the Lost Zane Recordings free view for you right now. And this is sweet because you get a taste of what it was. It's an audio time capsule uh, from WBBL back in 2016. The shows that I'm pulling from now happened in, uh, in August. So, like, I released them in order. All right? Every Monday and Friday on my Patreon. If you want the full shows, you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I suggest putting me on double top secret probation. Just throw five or ten bucks at me and see if you enjoy it. That way, if it sucks and some of you think it does, well, that's okay. You're just out five or ten bucks, and I thank you for that. That is very, very kind. You've helped pay for dog food and vet bills and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and then you get the rest of that month after you cancel it. And I make it really easy to cancel. It's not like one of those things you have to like send a letter in triplicate. Okay. But if you like it, and I think you will, okay, you can let it ride each month. Or if you convert it to a one year, then I'll save you 10%. Now you got to pay that all at once. So what is the 60 buck, uh, 60 buck? What is 60 bucks for a year is 54 when you do it that way. And if it's 120 for the tier two, which is audio, video, live streams, all that stuff, it's down to 108. So there you go. Give you options. Um, we're having so much fun on Patreon, and there's hours and hours of material that I put up there each and every week. My God, I'm on vacation right now, uh, and there's still hours of material going up there. Okay. Enjoy that. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much. And enjoy this free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Show number 87 of the Eric Zane Show. Nice to have you in for Tuesday, the 9th of August. Ah. Boy, the weather has been just terrific this summer. You'd have to agree. Julius, welcome in. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Weather has been beautiful. Did you get out and enjoy it? I know you're a big outdoorsman. Yeah, I am. Huge outdoorsman. Uh, I'm outside all the time. No, I have not enjoyed it. <laughs> 89 for a high today. A bit too warm for me, frankly. Uh, a little bit humid, too. 87% humidity, so it, it feels a little warmer. Or it will today. 92 for a high tomorrow with some clouds, and we might have a thunderstorm for Thursday. But we're, I mean, we've got in the mid to upper 80s for the next 5 to 10 days. Jeez. We are in the Mapset.com bankruptcy studios. A lot of fun things planned for you today. In fact, we have uh, a pair of tickets for NASCAR qualifying at MIS for the Pure Michigan 400 a little bit later on in the show. And, um, you can, if you are, are like a fan of NASCAR where you know NASCAR trivia, that will be to your advantage. But you don't need to have that type of knowledge to win these tickets. And it'll be a lot of fun. So that, uh, that will be a little bit later on. Uh, we had a, a gigantic meeting here yesterday with the CEO 
of this company. Now, Cumulus Radio is has radio stations all across the country, everywhere. And um, she made it in. She did make it in. In fact, she flew United. I was told. I don't know where it landed, but I didn't. I wasn't tracking. Delta that. was the Delta was yeah. the, the troublesome one yesterday, and so that was no big deal. And she made it in, and she had like a schedule because she, in order for her to, uh, this is uh, Ms. Mary Burner, the CEO of the company, in order for her to get to her uh, various uh, places, because she had she had like to travel to another radio market. And, she was going to Albuquerque after. Who set up that road plan? <laughs> I don't know. How to go from Grand Rapids to Albuquerque? Yeah, you're right. She did mention that, and uh, so. You know, she comes in and they has like a like a town hall meeting, and uh, and so she, and the entire staff of the radio station packed into this room. Oh my gosh, there's so many people in there, the humanity in that room, and um, <laughs> so, you know, it, she comes in there and she has and she can't be there that long, so she has like 15 minutes with the whole staff. And then she did like 15 minutes with just people that are actually on the air. So Don, Julius, myself there, um, Julius's girlfriend slash producer of LAV show, Laura is there, LAV air staff is there. And the boss, Ms. Berner, took roll. She took attendance. I haven't had roll call in years. No, I mean, seriously, it was Tony Gates, here. (laughs) Tony Gates, here. Uh, Michelle, Ed, Michelle McCormick, <laughs> Ed Buchanan. <laughs> he was actually all jokes aside. He was kind of chipper. So yeah, he usually goes to the bar after. Well, that's so he might have. Yeah, he maybe he got warmed up a little. <laughs> no, um, gravy here <laughs> and. uh and so on. I man, I tell you what, I was at the, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel at that point in the day. Yeah, you didn't take a nap. Well, I did, but still, I was I was actually still out of it from the nap, despite waking up, showering, shaving, getting dressed, a total day reset. <laughs> it's a reset of the day. Driving in and then seated in there. I was hoping to just stay um, under the radar. Mm-hmm. In the background. My goal was to say nothing. Yeah. Uh, sounds exactly like you. I know. Normally, I wouldn't. <laughs> Gates owned that room, though, by the way. Yeah, he did. And uh, Well, he's going around telling everyone he had a private meeting with her. Oh, I didn't know we'd all, I didn't know that. I didn't know we'd all be privileged to his private meeting with her. Because as it turns out, it was his meeting with her. Oh, you're referring to the, the, um, the dominance of the conversation? Yeah. By one Tony? Well, you know, he seemed, you know what, I, I, the way he describes things, he's very good at it. I, w- I would never be able to do what he did in that room. I, w- I was just intimidated. I didn't want to say a word. And so there was a discussion about, um, I don't know, morale in the building or something like that. And I'm just kind of just trying to lay low. And then she, she says, she turns to me and she says, Eric, what do you think? You were, you were at the, you were across the street at Town Square. What do you think? And I went, oh no. You're like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, you know, uh, we had heard uh, that you had come on board as the new boss, and we heard you were really trying to pump up the staffs, and uh, we thought it wouldn't work. <laughs> and, 
But now I see that it has. So oh, I'm just trying to give a stock answer and get through it. I felt so intimidated. <laughs> I, so, but still, she was actually, she would take role and then like she would say how long they've been in the business. Is that, is that what happened? She I, didn't say that with me. I think how long in the, with the company. Well, that, Okay. Well, I thought she. I thought because she said Michelle McCormick, and then oh, thirty-three. Like, yeah, you're right. It was the overall business because Michelle hasn't been there that long. No, handful of years. So yeah, some of these, some of these big names, Gates, Michelle. You're you're in the thirties <laughs> for longevity on their careers. Been a radio longer than I've been alive. Right. And then the other side of that, new to the business, Tyler Doan. Tyler, how are you, buddy? I'm doing very well, Eric. Did how you, are you? Did you enjoy the meeting? I was just trying not to get noticed. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. Yeah, man. I'm ginger you. guy, big ginger F. <laughs> trying not to get noticed. It worked. <laughs> big ginger F. <laughs> trying not to get noticed. Um Don, what was that video you sent me uh of the of the crew of the rowing thing? Was that, is that Oh, the announcer was just saying some really like she was emphasizing some really odd words during it. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this might be funny okay. for like a show drop eventually. Okay, I'll I'll have to get it. But next time you can't like record it, like hold your phone up to the TV. I, I mean, I saw. I I would have to uh, I would have to get the actual footage next time. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that would work. Um, we could just play it. Yeah, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to just throw it on the air. It's going to turn out to be like it switches to porn or something. <laughs> Tyler, uh, before the meeting, um, first of all, it's weird because I say to him, hey, Tyler, can we record a Doan Pulse of the City bit for tomorrow after the show? Doan's response. I think that'll be okay. Let me make sure it's okay with my mom and dad. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what that means, Tyler. Do you have to ask them if it's okay? Yeah, they, they put the fear of God in me. I just got to make sure that they're not going to yell at me. Or No, I'm just kidding. They were just, sometimes they, I'm just going to stop talking. Wait, what just happened here? What, Julius, can you maybe break this down? I'm not sure. Okay. I can't break it down. Um... <laughs> Uh, then he asked me, is there any chance you can pick me up for the meeting today? If you have other things planned, I understand I did. I didn't see it until late, Tyler. And then it says, but just thought it might be nice for us to talk. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. I got it late, buddy. So, uh, mm, yes. A nice, long conversation. That sounds like fun. Yeah, well, you know, who knows what that could be about. In the next segment, the Olympics, on again last night. And uh, the NBA players are, boy, I'm surprised that this story did not get more attention. But the NBA players um, are taking advantage of, I think, the local talent. And uh, you'll get what I mean about that. Also, the swimming thing. Did you know there was a swimming beef? No. Between the women? I'll have to look up the names. Oh, was it? I think I might have seen it on the cover of ESPN. Uh, Was it? The Russian and the, the Russian, American? The Russian. I didn't, they didn't explain what the beef was well, here's or why they were angry. Uh, I think the Russian had, and she's like the, by far the most attractive female swimmer, the Russian. Um, it had tested positive for performance-enhancing uh, substances in the past. And the American 
took umbrage in qualifying when the Russian uh, did well, Mm -hmm. like won her heat, her qualifying um, race. And the Russian uh, wagged her finger (laughs) like uh, Dikembe Mutombo used to do. Not today! (laughs) And uh, they showed a piece of video where the American was looking at the video screen when she did it. And the American waved her finger back like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and then the American, um, they asked her about it before this race started. It might have been even yesterday. And the American said, uh, God, I wish I had her name. Yulia Efimova was the Russian, yes. obviously. Lily King. That's the one. Is the American. King said, yeah, uh, I'm not some nice girl that's just going to play nice. If I have to stir the pot a little, I'm paraphrasing, I will. Uh, I, I I am not comfortable at all. I, I, it drives me crazy when people cheat to win. I mean, she just lowered the boom on her. And then the American kicked her, beat her in the race. She, it was close, but she beat her. How funny so, would it be if she turns uh, out to be doping? You got to make sure. If you make right. statements like that, that you are not never caught doping because yeah. you look like a real fool. Yeah. So hopefully she didn't. So she, she won the race and then doubled down and referenced <laughs> it again. Oh, good for her. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I didn't know you can't have swimming beef. I didn't know swimmers yeah, did that. So it was only for, like, real but sports. I said to Diane, I go, yeah, she may have won the race, but the Russian's better looking, so she's got that going for her. And, the, and, the, and she's better off. I know, shallow, but yeah. just a joke. Uh, so that, okay. all on the way. As we are in the Mapestet.com bankruptcy studios on Zane, Game, on Zane Games Day, we'll have that later on today at Rebounders. Doan will be there with his weirdo talk as we are in the Mapestead.com bankruptcy studios. And if anybody asks who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 1073 WBBL. West Michigan. To reach the Eric Zane Show, call 800-785-1073. First date. Electricity. When you walk in, you suck my circuitry. Back it up. A high of 89 today. This is the Eric Zane Show. 800-785-1073. Is anything at all you want to talk about? 800-785-1073. Maybe you watch the Olympics. Maybe you're joining us for the Zane Games. Call up to talk to Tyler Doan. Hopefully he won't say, yeah, Zane will talk to you in an hour. Call back then. Hopefully he'll actually put them through. There was actually someone who said, hey, look, uh, you, you always tell the call, and you, even if it's off topic. And then I talked to Tyler, and Tyler said, yeah, yeah no, the guys don't want to talk to you. So, uh, yeah, they're busy right now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Bill Clinton, no, the guys don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> But I'm, I'm booked to be on the show. No, they're not. They didn't mention your name. They don't want to talk to you. Tyler, did you know your dad called me? I, I actually heard. I actually heard that you called my mom at one point. Yeah. There's let's let's break happened. down this mystery. Here's what happened. I was at the score, and my phone rang. And then I didn't recognize the number, and so I didn't pick it up. Five minutes later, it rang again. I picked it up. Hello? Yes, who is this? And I go, uh, and that's always weird. And I go, uh, what? 
He says, um, yes, you, you, the, you called this number. And I go, um, I've never called you. I don't know who, I don't know. I've never called anybody today. That's weird that I didn't know. I mean, and that kind of goes one of those weird, awkward things. And then the person says, Eric. <laughs> and I said, uh, yes, this is Eric. He says, oh, this is Jim Doan. I go, Jim, I don't know you. I, I mean, I know who you are, but I don't. And he goes, he goes, Tyler's dad. I go, uh-huh. <laughs> How can I help you? You called my uh, wife's phone. I go, no, I didn't. I honestly didn't. I, I called Tyler earlier today. It actually shows up in my call logs. Is that, do you share a phone with your mother, Doan? No, I think our numbers are like one number off. And we my dad dropped his phone in a bucket of water. So that changed the number. So yeah, we had to switch phones, like actual phones. So I think that might have been why the numbers got yeah, switched but around. I never but all I did was hit Tyler and hit send. Yeah, I didn't who I didn't dial a number. What, I didn't what dial a number. But I, I think like my my number was somehow switched on to one of the other phones and we didn't take it off. Because my dad now has my old phone. So I think somehow the stupid cloud tracked it to That's his not phone. how it works. Oh, you'd be surprised. He's <laughs> <laughs> telling you. That is how it works. So I was, you know, don't. This is what I thought. I thought to myself, well, I didn't know how it got to that point, but... Um, at the time, I thought, boy, Don's dad is like, he's, he's one of these overprotective dudes who's, who's, who's checking in on Tyler to make sure he's not up to no good or something. That might be true. I don't know. But at the time, I was like, wait, well, what is going on here? That was really confusing. Did, did he say to you something along the lines of, uh, Eric Zane thinks I'm crazy or... Actually, yeah. So he's like, "Hey, call this number," because he lost all of his contacts. So he's like, "Just listen to the the voicemail. Go to voicemail." So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like thinking that it's one of his buddies. I just have to get the number for his phone. Cause, yeah, because I left you a message. Right. So I call it, and then I hear somebody pick up, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" So I threw the phone at him, and then that's when he's like, "Who's this?" Oh, wait a minute. Now oh, you okay, mean to well, tell me it's different? Okay. So now we know. It, yeah, it's not. This was a, a, this was a whole dome. Why did why did the story go? Why did it change? Did did it change? Did, or did it, I just imagine? That? No, it sure hell seemed like it changed. Uh, second ago, was his dad. His dad basically made an, up an excuse to why he didn't want to say. Yeah, Tyler threw, <laughs> threw the phone at me. Okay, so you had listened to the message, and you but you weren't positive it was me on the voicemail. No, I had no idea that it had anything to do with you. He just had, said, "Had you listened to the message, though?" No, he did, though. Someone I'm not even did. sure. Somebody did, and I was just like, "Oh, okay. he just said call this number." So I was like, "All right." Wait, so a message from you? I, I had left a message for Tyler earlier. I the wish day. we could get a hold of that message. <laughs> just to, if it was like, I wonder if it was like a butt dial. No, no, I spoke. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, I said, hey, Tyler, and I had I had to talk to him about something. I don't remember what at the time. I never even heard that message. <laughs> My God, what is going on? Unbelievable. So NBA players yeah. um, in Brazil are being talked about right now. Uh, Carmelo Anthony says his U.S. men's basketball teammates need to accept responsibility and move on after reports that three players visited a legal brothel, brothel in Rio. 
Now, <laughs> what's done is done. It says we have time. We have time off, and guys did what they did. We accept those responsibilities and move on, which doesn't sound like Anthony. It sounds like he's grown up. It does. I mean, he's like 30-something. Father. Uh, Anthony was responding to questions about a TMZ report that several players, quote, thought they were walking into a spa (laughs) on their day off on Wednesday night, but whoops, wound up in a brothel. Yeah, the story I'm reading says they accidentally Uh hit up a brothel. Whoops. Okay. DeAndre Jordan, DeMarcus Cousins, DeMar DeRozan, and possibly three other players went out on the town Wednesday night in Rio, and they went into, uh, it's called Termas Monte Carlo, which Rolling Stone called one of the high-end brothels in Rio. Coach Mike Shashevsky did not address the situation during his post-game news conference. If DeAndre Jordan and DeMarcus Cousins are going somewhere and they wind up in a brothel, I don't believe that it was an accident. No, of course they're like, not. They're not like the, the best judge of character and the best Oh, they're young beings. guys. They're young, super rich guys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. A single, probably. Brazil, where prostitution is legal under certain... Conditions has seen a boom in sex tourism in recent years, raising concern for state and federal officials, the article says. Uh, If you remember, pop star Justin Bieber was famously photographed exiting the Brazilian brothel in 2013. Did you see the quote from one of the source? It said, they realized it wasn't the right place for them and immediately left. Right. Sure they did. After a quickie. They left that part out. I don't know if you know that. I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah, there, there's a picture of DeMarcus with a chick just, like, right underneath him. Kind of, Well, not really underneath him. They're taking a picture. He's just, like, seven feet tall, so it looks like she's underneath him. Yeah, they left from right the away. Actual, from sure. the brothel? From the brothel, yeah. Oh, it was on TMZ. picture. Yeah, yeah, we got to get out of here. This isn't the right place. But first, let's take some pictures with these <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> so, um... You know, I had a, I had a thought. You know, the, about the USA team in basketball. However, year I th- I, there was one year they didn't win the gold, though, wasn't there? Wasn't there one year? Two thousand four, I think it was. Where the what a catastrophe! How how did they not win it? They didn't take it serious. Yeah, I know that the playing on. field has been a, a, a evened out some a little, but I mean, you get some teams like let's say Lithuania has got like one NBA guy on it, or. It, yeah, that year they didn't even win the silver. They won bronze in 2004. Boy, who were the losers on that team? How the hell did that happen? The first year um, was with you know, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. You know what they, they should do is they should reunite that team and, and make them play. Play all the old people from the other? Yes. That'd be no, fun. no, no, no. Have the, all the old guys play the current teams just to even the playing field. <laughs> Larry Bird's in a wheelchair. <laughs> With his dirt stash. Right. He actually doesn't wear a dirt stash anymore, thank goodness. Magic Johnson basically looks the same. <laughs> How is that possible? You know, I think uh, money had a lot to do with it, and he paid for the best treatment. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> do you watch South Park? And there's a lot of people who, I mean, um, AIDS treatment is, is different now than it mm. was back then. It still will kill you, but it's not as quick. I mean, he's gonna I live. A, he's gonna live a full life. He still has HIV. He doesn't even hasn't even mutated to AIDS yet. Correct, which is uh, saying something. And he's already like sixty years old, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know exactly his age. Fifty six. 
I, I had uh, speculated some time ago that there was a conspiracy theory, and he doesn't really, oh, he isn't really HIV positive. That hot take? Yeah. That was a, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. A lot of people got in trouble for that over the years. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You must have flown under the radar, but there were some uh, sports talk show hosts that had made those assumptions, and they got just a ton of crap from yeah. people. I'm glad I don't believe that anymore. I'm glad I was just doing that to be a silly radio guy <laughs> at the time. That's my hot take. Yeah. Um, in swimming yesterday, this is Lily King, the one who beat the Russian. That was telling Here comes Yefimova up on King's shoulder. Yefimova with five meters left trying to catch King. Right now, Lily King has the lead, and she's going to win. She did it. And Katie Martley gets the bronze. That was a that was a great storyline. The fact that there was that little beef going on, and and it was these two were right next to each other in the pool. Hey, we've got to make swimming interesting somehow, right? Might as well manufacture storylines. Dude, there's nothing better than a race. It doesn't. I don't care if it's if it's speed walking. I don't care if it's <laughs> cycling. If it, it's a race, and and that race mm. to the finish line, that's always exciting, in my opinion. These Olympics have my attention, not at all. I don't know why. Um, Lily King took first, and uh, Katie uh, Mealy or Melly took third. They talk about it's incredible. I, mean, I, I really am speechless right now. I don't even know. Um, you know, we were walking in the ready room, and I told Katie, I said, in, in 15 minutes, our lives are going to change. And she said, Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. And, and we did it. I'm so excited and, you know, proud to represent USA and, and get that gold for our country. And Katie, this, this crowd is amazing. I was really trying to use it to support me and lift me up and get me to that wall. So happy. <laughs> so happy. So happy. Uh, Lily King was the one who beat that Russian, and the Russian took the silver. And um, then she uh, she referenced the uh, drug thing. Yeah, I hope I did. That, uh, you know, we can still compete clean and, and do well at the Olympic Games, and, and that's how it should be. Yeah, she had been um, banging that drum ever since the Russian got in the pool to start the Olympics. And the whole business about the finger finger wag pissed her off. You know how there was talk about just eliminating the entire Russian team from this year's Olympics because of the doping scandal? Yeah. Did you hear about the Paralympics? I did. They have been wiped. The entire Russian team. <laughs> Who cheats at Paralympics? Yeah, and this was state-sponsored doping. That's what's being yeah. thrown around. That that That, you know. The Russian government is doping the para the Paralympians, the people who like. What is this East Germany in like the 1960s? Well, how is it that you have to be so competitive that you you? Well, you know if they if the Paralympians are doping, that the the, the Russian team that's not the Paralympians are in fact <laughs> doping dope. as well. It isn't like their goal is to have the best Paralympic team. <laughs> no, there's doping everyone over over there. But I mean, if the rumor. I, was that they were going to just wipe out the entire team. There's some truth to it, right? They wouldn't be tossing that rumor around if there wasn't a shred of truth through it. I know like a third of the of, team of got wiped out. possibly happening? Yeah. Yo, absolutely. They're like, those bastards Americans, they cannot beat us. Right. It's been like that forever. You know, that type of competitive spirit between the two. But they'll do anything. And I think a lot of Americans would too, you know? How about you guys feed your people? Maybe you guys will have better athletes. <laughs> this is uh, Ryan Murphy winning gold for the U.S. in the backstroke. There are four. 
five, maybe six swimmers still with a chance. Boy, they are so bunched up together. Murphy's starting to take a little bit of advantage, though. That's exciting. Murphy just edging ahead of Plummer below him. Could they go one two again? Murphy stretching to the wall for Gabriel. Gets it. Plummer gets the bronze. And, uh, Murphy and Plummer talked afterward. They're, they were still way out of breath. What does it mean to you to join this group of very elite American backstrokers? I mean, it's everything. That's as good as being with the handstrokers. Earlier on <laughs> in this trip, we got a, a stack of letters from backstrokers I've won here in the past. So, you know, the Aaron Pearsalls, Matt Grievers. You know, the list goes on and on. Yeah, you, you keep know, going. I don't know any of those names. Just hear their words of support. You know, that meant everything to me, and I'm sure it meant everything to to David as well, and uh, you know, to fall on the path that they set up for us, it's really cool. David, congratulations on the bronze to be on the podium. What's this experience been like? Just amazing. Um, you know, I would have loved to have been a little faster, but <laughs> be up there on the podium at the Olympics, this is dream come true. Dreams are coming true here in Rio. Congratulations to both of you. It, so- you. it sounds like my uh, breath montage. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> That's so awkward. We had someone suggest a Julius Snort montage. The Snort is one of one of everybody's all-time favorites. Oh yeah. <laughs> when we come back, Dennis Rodman. Uh, did you hear this story? I, I actually, I actually just saw it on the Facebook trending thing. Dennis Rodman has. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know how this is possible. Let alone three times. I know it's. Um, I have read about this happening to one other person. Um, there was a, a, an old 70s hits band called Three Dog Night. And the lead singer had a book out called Three Dog Nightmare about his drug addiction and alcohol abuse. Chuck Negron. I think he's dead now. And he had this happen to him, too. Uh, except Rodman's had it happen three times. It's a devastating injury. An injury that... Has never been reported about Dennis Rodman and how it may have affected his playing his playing time at some point. And there's a great cartoon that goes along with it too. There is. Yes. I didn't see that. I just heard the story. I don't know if we'll be able to put post that at any one point. It's the interview with Rodman, and they like put like a cartoon version of what he's saying over top of it. Hmm. So like a thought bubble, you mean? Kind of. Okay. Uh, we'll tell you about that next. And we're always looking for new listeners, always wanting new listeners. And there's people right now who might not even know that we're on the air who would love to listen to our show. If you could please pass along that the Eric Zane Show is on 107.3 WBBO, we'd be very happy. Thank you. That's it. The free view of the lost Zane recordings. You want more? Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.